open eyes that we may see to follow the within through scripture and practical applications. If you are trying to get over drug addiction, I'm here for you. If you're trying to get over abuse, I am here for you. If you're trying to get over church hurt, I am here for you. You can reach me through my email address, I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or you can reach me through my website www.sharicenjohnsonmore.com I will be glad to hear from you. 
we could sit down, we could talk, you know, we could talk about things, we could just talk in general, it doesn't have to be on a particular topic, I love talking to my listeners. So, today, we're going to go into this daily devotional, right? And the daily devotional, we're going to be discussing Leviticus 12, 1 through 8. Leviticus 1 through 8. And it's quite short, but it has plenty of information in it. So, let's deep dive into this daily devotional segment of Leviticus 12, 1 through 8. I want you to get your Bibles. I want you to get your tablets. I want you to get your cell phones. Um, you know, get the things that are necessary so we can read along and we can deep dive into daily devotional Leviticus 12, 1 through 8. All right now, babies, come on, let's do this. to Leviticus 12, 1 through 8. And the Lord spoke un, spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a woman have conceived seed, and born a man-child, man then she shall be unclean seven days, according to the day, days of the separation of her infirmity, shall she be unclean. And in the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised, and she shall then continue in the blood of her purifying three and thirty days. She shall touch no hallowed thing, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purifying be fulfilled. But if she bear a maid child, then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her separation, and she shall continue in the blood of her purifying threescore and six days. And when the days of her purifying are fulfilled for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring a lamb of the first year for a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation unto the priest who shall offer it before the lord and make an atonement for her and she shall be cleansed from the issue of her blood this is the law for her that have born a male or a female and if she be not able to bring a lamb, then she shall bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, the one for the burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for her, and she shall be clean. I have just read Leviticus 12, 1 through 8. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today, say thank you. We say thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us, all that you're doing right now, all that you're going to do, Lord. 
We thank you for allowing us to see this day, Lord. We thank you for the breath in our bodies and activity, activity of our limbs. And we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. So, Lord, grant us the serenity to accept the things that we cannot change. Give us the courage to change the things that we can. And give us the wisdom to know the difference, Lord. In Jesus' name, may you add a blessing to the reading of his word. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. babies come on now we got deep dive into this leviticus 12 1 through 8 and this is talking about ways of a woman ways of a woman when she has a baby and there are certain things that she is supposed to do when she gives birth to a child and we see in the beginning of, of this conversation like we all like we've been seeing for the last couple of chapters that god the lord is always speaking to moses first we always gotta remember that the lord is always speaking to moses first and he gives moses these instructions about the ways of uh, the ways or the rituals after childbirth for a woman. Now, normally, you know, in today's time, uh, we don't really stick to these rules. We don't we, we don't we don't stick to these rituals anymore. You know, but back in the day, we can actually say that back in the day, right? And we can say that God had a way of doing everything. And sometimes we think, we think, oh, they old fashioned, you know, they old fashioned stuff like that, you know, where, uh, you know, how how my grandmother, when I was pregnant with my kids, and I was, you know, my grandmother was my sole provider and sole helper with this. And she would tell me, she would tell me, don't wear any tight clothes. Uh, don't wear uh, high heels. Uh, um, uh, certain foods you can't eat and, and certain foods you could eat. And, um, you know, you could, you know, during the course of carrying a child, we had our mothers with us. We had our mothers with us, we had our mothers guiding us, and the, and the mothers in the, in, the, in the tribe, or the grandmothers and the mothers working together to make sure you had a healthy baby. And we look at it, we 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 go to this point where now we're as we read along that this is the rules or the rituals of childbirth for women back in that time and segment of time and it reads it says if a woman 
you know, speak to the children of Israel. And it says, if a woman have conceived seed, if she has become pregnant, okay, and bear, and she, and she have a man child, a boy, okay, she has a boy, then she shall be unclean seven days. She shall be unclean seven days. And, you know, um, she, she, she shall be unclean for seven days according to the days of the separation for her infirmity shall she be unclean. So they know, God already knows what she's going to experience after having this child. She's going to have a moment of where her body is cleansing itself out after the birth of the child. And they call it infirmity, an ailment, infirmity, an ailment. After she gives birth to this child, and she is, her body is a natural cleansing process of getting all of the things that helped the baby grow while the baby was in the mommy's stomach. Okay, I'm, I'm putting it like that because we may never know we uh, have, might have children listening. Um, so, when the baby is born, and mother is going through that process okay she's had the child and now she has to have her time to herself and she is claimed to be unclean for seven days if she has a boy and on the eighth day of the child's living uh living in existence with the humans us humans mothers fathers aunties uncles uh family members of that such that the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised now this is so true that they still do that today they still do that today when you have a, a, a boy child when you have a boy they go ahead and circumcise him on his eighth day if he's, you know, he's dead in the hospital. This is a ritual that must be done for the child on the eighth day because they say that if you wait and you don't get him circumcised, the older he get, the more painful it's going to be. The older he gets, the more you wait, the more painful it will be for him to be circumcised, then you might have to put him to sleep and all this. And, and that is a that's the most sensitive area on a man's body. And you remove the foreskin. That means you pull the extra skin off, cut it off, and then he will have he will he his skin will be natural the way his man parts is supposed to be. Okay. Um and and in, and and she shall then continue in the blood of her purifying three and thirty days. So she is to she has a time period after she has a child that thirty three days she is supposed to be her body purifies itself. 
Okay, now we know that sometimes it don't last that long, but now these days, it doesn't last that long for a woman to, her body to purify itself. But back in those days, it was, it, you had to, you had to just sit, you know, just, just tend, you know, you, you, you purify yourself, your body's cleaning itself out, um, and that is what this is happening. And it says, and purify yourself 33 days. She shall not touch nothing. She shall touch no hollow thing, no thing that is of heavenly, heavenly that that has the anointing upon it. Nothing that has an anointing upon it. Now these days, the women go ahead and get on up, turn around, don't think about it. I right, put your uh, your sanitary pad on and keep it moving. But in those days, you couldn't even go to church. You couldn't. You couldn't go. You couldn't go to church. You couldn't. You couldn't step yourself in the in the in the church. You couldn't step yourself in church, and, and you're going through this purification of your, your body's going through a purification, a purifying moment uh, after childbirth. Um, and now it's like, all right, okay, keep it moving. You know, and. Um, so, and then she says if she bears a girl, a maid child, which is another name for a girl, girl child, then she shall be unclean two weeks. She shall be unclean for two weeks as, as in her separation, and she shall continue in the blood of her purifying three score and six days. Three score and six days. Three score and six days. That is almost uh, six weeks. Okay. And then it says, um, and then when the days of her purifying are fulfilled for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring a lamb of the first year for a bird offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for her sin offering unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation unto the priest. She shall bring gifts. She shall bring these gifts to the priest. And she's still not allowed to, she's still not allowed, she's still not allowed inside of the tabernacle of the congregation. Did you catch that? She's still not allowed, even though she's bringing her gifts. And says, who shall offer it before the Lord and make an atonement for her, and she shall be clean from the issue of her blood. This is the law for her that have born a male, a male or a female. And if she be not able to bring a lamb, then she shall bring, then she shall bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons. The one for the burnt offering, the other for a sin offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for her, and she shall be clean. She has to bring gifts. She has to bring gifts to the church, to the tabernacle of congregation, and she won't bring these things to the priest before she can even step back in the church. Did y'all catch that? 
she has to bring gifts for a burnt offering and a sin offering. She had to bring two gifts. She had to bring she has to bring her gifts for these offerings before she can just step back in church. I remember way back in the day when I was younger and they found out that a young lady had had a became with child that she couldn't even go to church. She wouldn't she can't you're not supposed to be sitting there. I don't know where they get that one from, but I understand because it was probably an old uh, it's a old it's an old way of doing things and I understand that sometimes it be like it, it was like that and that was passed down from generation to generation. The young ladies uh, uh, whether she's married or not married, she could not return to church in her in her in her uh, in her uh, 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 presentation. In her, she she pregnant, so she can't go to church. She's not supposed to be seen in church. And I always wonder why. Now this it just hit me. It hit me. See, this is how the word do you. When you younger, you thinking there's so much wrong. Why they got? Why I can't go to church? Why they don't let her go back to church? And why they don't want her to be seen? And she pregnant, you know. And then it's like, okay, like she cursed or something. That's what I used to think good. <clears throat> well, they think, okay, well, no, one a young woman in church, she's not supposed to go to church. She pregnant. And this what got me was the older people. Now this, I, the older people, older people, we sat down, I talked to my aunt, my, I was married before, <coughs> I was married before, and my husband's grandparents, we, we stayed down the road from them. And um, if you get the book, uh, Come and Loving Yourself, you can read all about that. Um, and we talked about why they don't want the, the women that's pregnant to come to the church. She said that's the way God had it. Where women didn't come to church and they prayed. They didn't want them to show. They didn't want to see them. They didn't, they they wanted them to be home, out of sight, out of mind. I do not understand, but maybe I understand now. It is an old way passed down from generation to generation of a woman that is pregnant. She's not supposed to be in church. But now it's like that's that they, you know, it's a new way of it's a new way of thinking now. And now it's like instead of shunning her from the church because she's pregnant, why don't you get her to come to the church? Because she need all the support she can get. You just can't put her out the pastor because she's pregnant. You know, and then you're gonna, you know, back in the day, you know, and I be reading in the scripture, she got to bring some gifts before she can even step back in church from her after she having a baby. She got to bring the church a gift, atonement for atonement for what she when she got pregnant. That make it sound like okay, oh uh, really? I gotta come and give y'all something, and I'm the one pregnant. You know, but that was the way God wanted it at the time. So we can't get mad at God because God made these rules, okay? Now it's, okay, well, let her come to church and we have a thought. You know, now they throw the baby shower at the church. They throw, uh, you know, the, the christening at the church and 
you you know the, the Christmas ceremony and, and 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 everything is so much different now. Now they they we now the the people you know they they it's a new way of thinking about this this passage, and we can't forget that. She can't be wrong anybody, really. In this passage, you read it. If you get the deep dive, she can't be wrong nobody because she is in her purification phase after she had her baby. She's supposed to relax. She's supposed to not do anything. She's supposed to just sit there until she had her baby. She's supposed to lick no pots of water, no nothing. She's just supposed to let her, all right, she had a baby. Okay, we're going to leave her right where she at. She don't really, she don't have to, like, do any chores. She just sit, she just around. She, now she with baby. So she's really delicate as I, as I, I interpret this, that she's a, she's a delicate, delicate flower that needs to go through a process of her birthing segment where she turns around when she has the baby, she cannot touch anything. She's because she's unclean because her body is purifying itself. Now these days, now these days, that's something totally different to us, isn't it? Can you just imagine how it would be if you got if you uh became pregnant? Us women, I'm talking to the women, you know. If you became pregnant and then you couldn't even go to church no more, you couldn't step into the house of God no more, you couldn't step into the house of God for nine months. And then you'd be like, well, you know, I could, you know, you see it as, oh, well, uh, I didn't go to church for nine months, so, well, why should I go back? Because I really can't go back because of these rules that God has made. But now it is totally different in our society that we as women can't go to church, we pregnant, and everybody celebrates that. Oh, she gonna have baby. Yeah, you know, she gonna have baby. Okay, all right. And then we get all the gifts. We say, oh, we set up for the baby shower and we set up for all the stuff that the baby's supposed to get and stuff and things like that. You don't even hear nothing like that in, in this in this in, in this in this chapter. You hear about nobody having a baby shower. You don't hear about having a baby shower at the church. You don't hear about a baby shower at all. You hear about, okay, she pregnant. Okay, she can't come. She can't step into the church tabernacle after she had his baby. Okay, she has to sit and, and her body has to cleanse and she can't come into the house of God. It's like, wow, really? No. And you think about society is so different nowadays. We 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 are celebrating when we have when we find out women are, are having a baby. We celebrate that. We celebrate it. We celebrate it because it is a brand new life in this world. And we, you know, we we you know we we celebrate the mother. We celebrate her coming through that passage of nine months of carrying that baby. And we carry, she carries this baby for nine months. And then we get to see what the baby looked like. And okay, we are we happy. Yeah, okay. I like that part. So, 
see the difference in how things are back then when a woman became pregnant and she had time to time her to have that baby and the time that we do it now the way we do it different we celebrate them and we really like you know especially if she was an unwed mother if she was an unwed mother then they were really like, no, you can't come to church. No, no, you're not married. No, you can't come in church. No, we, uh-uh. Cause they, it was thought of as being, it's the child is out of, it was, it was created out of sin. It was created out of sin, but really the child was created out of love because God made the child. So, look at the two differences in, in God's time and today's time. And what a woman ha- goes through during her time of having this child or having after she's had this child. Look at the difference in that, in God's time and today's time. I want to thank y'all for coming in for daily devotional and listening and everything. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore, and I have had a pleasure of spending time with you. I love spending time with you. And I just want to let you know that I have a book out. My book is entitled Coming to Loving Yourself. That's my first book. My second book is entitled Coming to Loving Yourself Study Guide. Study Guide to Building Your Self-Worth. I created these books for women that are have dealt with some trauma in their life. Have dealt with some things that uh, uh, nobody wants you to talk about. They want you to hide it. They want you to deny it. They want you to, to just not act like it didn't exist. But I'm here to say, I'm here to free you, okay? I'm here to free you. If you would like to purchase my book, my books, you can go to www.sharicenjohnsonmore.com and order your books. You can reach out to me through email. You can go on the website and go to www.sharicenjohnsonmore.com backslash shop to go directly to where you can find the books, okay? I also have other merchandise on the shop, such as t-shirts, and uh, I also make custom baskets. They are by order only, the baskets, okay? So if you want to, you know... and, and that'll be, you know, and if you want to get all three, the, the book, the book, Coming to Loving Yourself, the workbook is Coming to Loving Yourself, Study Guide to Building Your Self-Worth, and the t-shirt, you can also go on the website to receive that, okay? I just want to let y'all know that I love you, and I appreciate you, and, um, you know, I appreciate you supporting this podcast, and every listen counts, okay? Every listen counts. I greatly appreciate y'all. also want to put it out there that um, if you would like to advertise your business on my podcast come on talk to me come on and talk to me okay i'm here to listen okay i also have that um spot available for advertising on my other programs morning word of worship let's talk sunday think about a sunday and authors extra sunday I would love to talk to you. Oh, did I tell you I got a streaming channel too? Channel LBM. It can be found on the C1 Media Network. It can be found on Apple TV, 
Roku TV, uh, Amazon Fire Stick TV, Google TV, and Android TV. Okay, so go check out my channel, and if you would like to advertise on my channel as well, come on and talk to me, child. Come on, I'm here. I'm here for you. Okay, I want to thank everyone for coming in and listening to Sheree Johnson Moore's podcast, and I love you, and you have a blessed day. Okay, babies. Talk to y'all next time for Leviticus 13. Leviticus 13. That's our next conversation with Daily Devotionals. Okay? Bye, babies. Hello, everyone. Sharice Johnson Moore here owner and CEO of LBMTV. At LBMTV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay. You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people. You can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people, okay? So that's on a daily basis. And I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So come on in, come on in the room and get seen on TV, okay? All right, babies, I love you.